Welcome to Opening Presence, the podcast about creative self-realization. My name is Aaron Robinson. Thank you so much for joining me. In today's episode, I take a trip to my hometown of San Diego to visit my good friend and frequent listener of the podcast, Attila Betyar. He's a visual artist and co-owner of Hermosa Surf Shop, located in La Jolla. In this conversation, we discussed the turning point in Attila's career when he said no more to the predictable and decided to create his own wave. If you enjoy this episode, make sure to share it with a friend. Now, without further ado, welcome to Opening Presence. Welcome to Opening Presence. <laughs> My name is Aaron Robinson. Thank you so much for joining us. Today is a very, very special episode. I am down in my hometown of San Diego, California with a very prolific artist and friend, Attila Betyar. Got it first hey! time. Hey. <laughs> one take over here, one take. But we're just chilling uh, on the back patio enjoying this beautiful California day a little overcast but nevertheless it's always beautiful there's colors all around how are you doing Attila I'm doing amazing thanks for having me over here thanks for coming over here <laughs> this is like such a long time coming because we I feel like our like friendship has grown and developed over the over the last couple of years as far as just like being inspired by what each other are doing and like I'm constantly uh, amazed and inspired about the things that you're bringing into the world and uh, the journey that you've been on. But I feel like this would be like our first like real like sit down. Yeah. You know what sure. I'm saying? It's crazy that um, I was just thinking it's crazy that a relationship can grow so much without even seeing somebody. But like I feel your presence so much just by mm-hmm. like seeing what you do, talking to you here and there and just. Mm-hmm. I feel it as mm. if we were hanging out. Damn, that's deep. I don't know if you feel the same. I no, kinda, I definitely. I kind of oh, moved that on, way. Dude. No, 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 no. <laughs> come on. Like I feel like just if we can just go straight there from the get go. Like you're like somebody who's inspired me from day one because seeing like the little bit of the journey that I've seen, like the decision that you've made to say fuck it to the the material corporate world when you had something like laid up cushy for the rest like literally for the rest of your life you're like you could have just done what you were doing and you said no I'm gonna follow my passion and just that decision has inspired me and given me confidence to search forward in my own thing and develop it and be patient with myself and and get quiet with myself and figure out what's the thing that's gonna make me happy so you making that decision um like inspires me and continues to inspire me i know we jumped off the 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 deep end but i would say how did where did you grow up and like what was the role of art in your life and i guess leading up to that to that decision because i know i just kind of spilled the beans but like like a little bit of background on you and and your uh outlook on life and some of the stories that led you to where you are now would be amazing don't take a nap right now 
I want to take a nap. That's just how I cruise. <laughs> when I'm not working. I'm kind of like napping with my eyes open, thinking of what I'm gonna, I how I'm gonna answer. Ryan, this. Ryan will catch me like just standing, staring. He's like, "What are you staring at?" I'm like, "Nothing. I'm just going inward. Like I just like yeah. have moments throughout the day where I'm just quiet and I just zone out." But yeah, just a little background on you. Uh, I'm from San Diego, California. Um, where should I start here? I didn't really pursue art. I just saw it as something I did without even thinking about it for the longest time. You know, I was doing the path, going to school. I thought, get. I was just told, get good grades, go from there, you'll get a job. But um, what really stuck out when you were speaking is saying you had it laid up. And you could have done what you were doing for the rest of your life. And that shit right there scares me so much. <laughs> like that that word, do it for the rest of your life. Like no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Like if that's like my laid out situation in any way, like it scares the fuck out of me. Yeah, no I, choice. I once heard a um, quote that stuck with me that said, if you're not hanging off the edge of uncertainty, you're not really living. Mm. And that shit sticks with me. So I did that whole route um what did you like what like major did you pursue i was uh getting there i went to usd and did mechanical engineering and i worked a bunch of jobs i actually did architecture for a bit tried that out did construction jobs ended up graduating with a mechanical engineering degree and ended up at northrop grumman and it was terrible but I did it for two years and I was making good money and it was what I thought I was pursuing for so long. And then when I was there and I was in it and I was working so hard and I blinked my eyes and it was a year and a half later and I felt all this passion to do all all this stuff that I really loved and wanted to do and was semi doing on the side, Mm -hmm. which was creating. And it was just eating away at me every day that I didn't feel my potential was going to use. Yeah. What was the actual job? A systems engineer working on a drone mm-hmm. for NATO. <laughs> working yeah. on a drone for NATO. Yeah. So I saw oh. like when when that whole thing like was I saw pictures of like you standing next to like the drone and I'm like. Yo, this is like some CIA like yeah, intelligence committee like yeah. back channel like government shit. Like it's not like you're kind of like giving like the spark notes and it's just like no, it's like that's like some like high high level like intelligence shit and I'm like, "Wait, is this the same dude that's <laughs> like does that stuff like come easy to you? Like the or is it something that you like like saw as an opportunity or were you once passionate about that kind of stuff? Like building these, <laughs> these, no. these systems. <laughs> like it's I just saw like, dollar signs. You what? I saw dollar signs. Oh yeah. Yeah. They had the cheddar. Yeah. You're so getting paid when, pretty well doing that. When I was that? like 22 years old and they're throwing money at you and you're like, Oh, I don't really know what the fuck this means. Systems engineer on yada, yada, yada. And they just throw you in some shit. But mm-hmm. if you're getting, like, my whole point was, like, I'm going to work my ass off through the school and get out of here with, like, a solid job. Mm-hmm. But I had it all backwards, I figured out, because I was living to work. Yeah, instead of working was, to live. I was putting my, like, sa- my salary, I figured 
my only option was get a job and and it's going to be a nine to five and the highest salary I could get makes my time the most worth it. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of like caught my bullshit back then, like partying too, like not really caring or really thinking about bettering myself or what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So, um, as I got older and while I was there, I sort of figured those things out and that, realized that i needed to make a change before it was too late mm-hmm. what was the aha moment because everybody's on yeah, their own I journey sure has, their, aha moment. has their their moment what was yours like when i left that job when you left it or what like changed in your mind where you're like oh i have it backwards and i need to do something different there's i have an answer for each one of those i'll give you yeah both. G- yeah give them all. <laughs> all right so the 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 aha moment of like I knew that I needed to do what I wanted to do was when it was like, I can picture myself sitting in a fucking cubicle. I'd finished all my work. Like I always finished my work so much faster than I expected. And and I found if I went looking for work, they just tell me to like read some, some stuff I don't really care about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like some document mm-hmm, mm-hmm. somewhere deep in the Classified files just, documents. just cause they don't have <laughs> shit to do you know and they think I want to really like learn this thing and become like when I'm 60 years old I can be a director like, mm-hmm. no thank you I'll spend the right next 40 years of my life doing something interesting so I would s- I remember sitting in the cubicle and I was drawing like cartoons it's just stupid but drawing cartoons mm-hmm. I'm like what am I doing like Seeing at his job, like sitting in a cubicle, drawing cartoons, like creating things and having all these ideas of what I could do with it and just sitting there waiting for someone to tell me to do something for their for their dream or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they weren't very nice people. My aha moment of I got to get out of here was I worked all weekend, Saturday, Sunday, which I did all the time. I think I had left like a family party to drive an hour north to go back to the office on a Sunday, did all this work, came back in and this old like 65 year old dude yelled at me in a, in a meeting in front of all these executives, like mm. in the morning on some shit that he was just nervous about. Like I got what I was saying, right. But he just snapped on me and mm-hmm. I just said, all right, I literally walked out of that meeting with my, in my head, like I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I walked in and I didn't even have to say anything. And my other boss who valued me was just like, I know what this <laughs> is about. Yeah. Yeah. So he knew it was, it was over. And so w- after that, it's like, I guess like you come into that spot of like, okay, like what do I want to do now? And what is that? What was that process? Like, obviously it's kind of just like, I'm not, I'm free from this yeah. environment now. And it's like, where does your mind go from that place of just being like, okay, like a lot of the times people are like anxious they're like oh my god like what am i going to do for work and what am i going to do for this and that like were you kind of just like hey i got some some money stacked up am i going to go like explore new things now that's pretty much where i was at i actually had more money than i really knew what to do with not to say at this point like looking at that much money it was that much money but being mm-hmm. as young as i was i was like i i i don't have to think about making money for a little bit and i can really figure out what it is that I do want to do. And I went on vacation for a month in New Zealand with Katie Mm -hmm. came back refreshed and just painted like all the time. And for a long time, I thought that's what I wanted to do. And I was making chump change, but I was stoked, like just always having work for someone to paint something. But Mm -hmm. 
over time, I just that transitions into other things and you explore, as you know, and Mm -hmm. it's finally developing into a spot where I at least think I know, or I do know, know what I want to do. And I don't just think I know, like, and it's taken five years and looking back at that, it's like back then I might've been like thinking, I really know what I was doing and being like, why is this not working? But you look back at it and you're like, yeah, that was perfect timing. Yeah. You knew like, it's exactly where you need to be where you're at at that time, even though you can't see like the end result. Can you go in on, I remember like uh, when I first became aware of your art and it was like when you're doing like the rapper portraits and stuff. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like you're an amazing portrait artist as well as like cartoonist and, and like designer and like, like videographer and like, but the initial thing, um, I guess go in on kind of like the styles that like inspired you and like what kind of uh, things that you were painting. Cause like the skateboard decks, like when did the wave come into the, to the picture? At the time I was super into that um, whole lifestyle and industry, the whole up and coming, whatever rap music, mm-hmm. being young and Hype dumb. Culture, exactly. Rage I, life. I'm like trying to find where's that aren't as fucking embarrassing. <laughs> But that was just one of those phases where I thought something was cool and the art is cool, but it was very bright colors and fractal and, and I mean, it was so long ago and I couldn't even sit here and tell you yeah. where that came I have, from. I have one of the, like a photo or like the a, Kendrick a, a one I, no, sure. I have the, I have the Kendrick shirt that you sent me. Um, but I have like a sticker of the Travis Scott, uh, oh, yeah. with his, uh, hands over yeah. his eyes and, but it's like the style of it was something <laughs> like really unique that, that I had seen yeah. like, like full on like portraits, but with like the geometric fractals yeah. and then, uh, okay. So let's start that we're talking about progression kind of. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Deep. See you why I'm so bad at like <laughs> just interpreting and re- getting the right message across. No, I did just whatever comes up is right. That's what I've all learned. Right, whatever right. comes up now is gotta, 100% now correct. Now I got a fucking line. And I can aim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Progression. Right. Progression. Um, so, yeah, I just got sick of, I felt limited by portraits. I was like, I, I like different styles too, but I also don't just want to be like stuck into a box, as cliche as that sounds of painting fucking fractal faces or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the next thing was the wave. And that is kind of trippy how it came about. I had painted some fractal face Biggie and Tupac shoes, which I actually have and are super dope. And I sent them, this was a long time ago. I sent, that was the first pair of shoes I ever painted. And I sent it to Young Pinch on Instagram and this was a long ass time ago and he didn't have as a very big following back then or pretty solid but not like it got to be so he hit me back and was like yo those are fire but can you do some waves or something like that some along those lines and so i did some waves for him and that's how that originated the wave yeah i feel like that's kind of like the i went from the namesake and and kind of the i don't know creating like the structure of like the world that you're building i feel like that's kind of like the thing that's carrying it all and it's like it's embodied it embodies like the progression like from the beginning to even where you're at now it's i feel like the wave is something that is like a theme that that is 
consistent throughout. You say you sent those those first portrait shoes to Young Pinch. What is your relationship to Young Pinch and like as far as being like the art direction behind like Washed Ashore, his newest album? Um, yeah, so right, even continuing from where I was at, um, I did. I'd started moving with that wave thing with Young Pinch, and we started a little brand together, the Canvas Way, and I was actually doing pretty well for a minute painting waves on shoes and i took some wave canvases that i did and printed them on shirts and decks skate decks and all Mm -hmm. that it was cool for a minute but then again i was like i don't want to paint shoes all day like Mm -hmm. i'm stuck in a box like if i was gonna do one thing all day i might have well stuck doing what i was doing yeah, that yeah, method yeah. of gumming making <laughs> way more money yeah you know? i could have been making drones still i'm like painting drones yeah i oh. turned like i was turning i felt like i was turning i kept felt like i was turning art into a um office job Hmm. yeah i feel like that's like the danger of like even following a passion is getting caught up in like the job side yeah. of it because i'm coming into that space now as far as like building my own business and i'm like I'm like, all right, like there's things that I need to do. There's emails I need to send. There's connections I need to make and there's marketing and all that kind of stuff. And then there's like the running the business side. And like the fun part of it for me is like doing this. Like this is like the cool part where it's just like on the back patio, just fucking kicking it with the homie and just like, like, I don't know what the day, the rest of the day holds. And I don't like, I don't want to have that like flag planted as far as like what's coming tomorrow. And like, like you keep alluding to is like the expectation of, of the same thing. I I don't want to know what's happening the next day and be able to project or like, I want to project something new um, if I'm inspired and, and walk into new experiences over and over again. Yeah. You're you can basically take your creativity and make a, I don't want to, I mean, you're making a brand, but that's a super lame word. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like a stamp of your creativity into the world and you can just continue to build on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like a lifestyle or like way of life. It's like, it's a ethos or way of living and how do you want to like carry into each moment with creativity and it's leaving like like a physical trail mm -hmm. of creative fucking progression Mm -hmm. and how you 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 felt and your emotions and what you went through like yeah yeah it takes a while to like accept that part of you though like to be like like oh like i i'm cool with what's here like i'm cool with it like used i used to just like like nah everything else is is dope but like whatever i come up with is lame and it was kind of backwards because it's just like your signature is your signature whatever medium whatever comes up for you is like your story and like learning how to like accept that and then to dive deeper and see what else is is laying dormant within our mind and within our expression is something that like once you, you accept it is something that is like it opens up the world now i'm like oh my gosh i, I can create absolutely anything and I may not know exactly what it is now, but I'm accepting that it's going to be a journey to get there. Like the next expression, the next five right. year period, it's yeah. like, what the fuck am I going to make in five yeah. years? I often make shit now at a much, much like slower, more patient and like expecting more error mm-hmm. rate. So now when I make shit, whatever it be, I'm making shit like going into it knowing like, okay, this isn't going to be it. Like Mm -hmm. you're going to, whatever this is, you're going to have to go through several renditions and you might even have to put 
one of these first renditions that aren't it into the universe, but you have to yeah. know the end goal is going to be something crazy or what you want it to be. So you just have to go into what you're doing, knowing that it's disposable, but mm-hmm. also don't be afraid to run with it, knowing that the next thing is going to be a better iteration. Yeah, that. That's, that's like major wisdom right there. Like it's taken, it's, and it's the only way you learn that is through like experience and just facing that fear of judgment that we all like come, come against or come across as like, Oh, it's gotta be perfect. Like you're, like everyone's expecting to like get it right the very first time without even yeah. putting out the iteration. It's like, no, you got to put out like, like, like my first podcast or like my first medit- guided meditation sessions, my first, everything is just like garbage or whatever, but it's like, it's just information to go back on. And it's like, Oh dang, look at this progress. Like if you can see your progress like that, that alone is like a major, major inspiration just to see like the journey and respect the journey that you've been on. I do like to keep also a now knowing what I do know, I do keep a level of like, okay, these iterations are practice and they're not going to see the world. Mm -hmm. But I've done so many iterations that I know what I want to create and it's Mm going to be timeless. And what's important to me is like going through all those iterations and sitting on around those things for years and then being like, oh, those aspects are timeless. And I'm at the point now where I'm going to take those timeless aspects and mm-hmm. be happy with everything yeah. I made forever. Dude, that's that's like spot on. And I resonate with that, too. Like even like uh, like film photography. Like I have a couple of photos that I took in San Francisco in 2019 that are so fucking good that I'm like, I'm not putting this on Instagram. Like I will wait forever like i will wait five years and have a proper gallery setting for these things before i just throw it on instagram and get like a hundred likes and then everyone's moving on to the next thing it's like i want to respect like the work and and like value my own creativity value like the effort or, or at least like the vision and but like you're saying like the timeless elements of it recognizing it and then holding it to a, a certain standard. Yeah, because like there's there's like lesser things that I'm precious about that I'm like, oh, you can have this, whether that's just like an Instagram story or just like like a quick podcast of like myself just checking in or, or just there's certain things that that I know are just like pushing uh, the needle forward, but they're not like the actual needle Mm -hmm. like those things i can kind of just create create more context for for the viewer and be like no this is what i mean like the other things are just like means of getting to where Mm -hmm. we're gonna go but like when we get there i have a very special surprise and it's made specifically for you yeah it's crazy how how your trial and error just eventually puts you right where you want to be when you never saw it coming Mm mm-hmm yeah most definitely like it's 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 a wild journey and as you know like this podcast is all about figuring that out and if we can help kind of like anybody like on that journey because i i'm learning it on the way like i didn't i didn't know that this shit was possible like i had no fucking idea that like you can create a life that you're proud and excited to live like i thought i had to do the whole like job thing and and the reason that like as I've expressed many times on the podcast, but there's been multiple reasons why I've kind of chose this route. And one of those reasons outside of trauma are like 
like most jobs wouldn't let like wouldn't hire me <laughs> like everyone says no to me like whenever i like anytime i try to limit myself and it's like the biggest blessing it's like limit yourself to get into this job but they'd always decline my applications yeah, yeah. so it's like i get no's 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 and i'm like hey why don't i just like invest in myself like why yeah, don't i like learn signs. to meditate why don't i learn to like fuck with my own visions and then like once i started doing that like more opportunities would come up and then i'd have more friends that are doing that their same thing and now it's like we're inspired and encouraged by one another to to keep on the path because it is like a lonely path as we soon find that like oh shit like not a lot of people are doing their their own thing and and carving out their own space and creating worlds for other people to inhabit do you experience what are some of like the things along your journey that you like since you're you've been doing it consistently for a while that you may not have seen or could have interpreted uh before investing in yourself and saying yes to the create creative vision you can just run with it (laughs) i was stuck on a question i was gonna ask you okay do you know it yeah (laughs) what is it what uh if someone had given you a advice to the things you know now five years ago ten years ago ten years ago Mm -hmm. would you have wished you had had that advice or would you had rather it played out exactly the way it did oh man and what brought me to that question was saying what can we tell people to help them and Mm -hmm. it just brought my mind of like is it better to know things or to learn them yeah, I feel like you have to learn it on your own, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, because it's like, I always go back to like wanting to have like a mentor. Like when I was young, like somebody just like set me up as far as just like what I needed to know. But I don't know. I I feel like after you've grown into a certain uh, person, no matter what somebody says, like it doesn't matter. You're already that person to that point. It's like, you're not going to all of a sudden just like become confident like overnight just because people are like, Hey, you got to be confident. (laughs) But it's like, you're a shy person that's afraid to talk to girls. And it's just like, Oh, like, yeah, you're just going to turn on confidence. It's like, you have to go through experiences where you're like Mm -hmm. coming up against the wall of anxiety and, and fear. And you have to keep coming back to that same, uh, place where it's like, it makes you feel uncomfortable over and over again until like it shifts just a little bit to where it's like oh i've i've intentionally come to this uncomfortable place so many times to where i know what it feels like and i'm it doesn't have the same power that it used to have over me but i think you do have to kind of go at it alone and and we can say it till we're blue in the face and i've through experience like it's like oh fuck i thought i thought somebody can just give me like this code but like you really have to to come face yourself at at some point be honest and know where you're at and what are the things that are holding you back and then starting to work on them whether what's the smallest thing that you can do to work on uh the things that we want to change because we know what we want to change but are we going to be fear fearless and and address those things yeah, and what made me also come to that question, looking back on it, is my what only pressured me and, and what I often, which I'm no longer worried about, but what I was, was age. And, mm. like, 
So it's like yeah, I gotta if be a you millionaire before exactly. 20. So if you asked me the same question three years ago, I probably would have said yeah for sure because I would be doing what I want at, and making money doing it at twenty years old or twenty five years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still not even where I want to be, but I know I'm getting there, and I know it, the fucking train is rolling, and it's mm-hmm. you know there's no stopping it. But mm-hmm. um, at this point, I I wouldn't change that the path I had um, due to age or any of that. Like it's, it's good to let things play out and you learn and you age. And as you get older, you have more wisdom to run with, with your Mm -hmm. ideas instead of just getting caught up in some shit. And then it's your life from there. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's like if somebody can tell you something, but it's like, you have to apply it. And that's like the, the, the execution part is like oftentimes like the hardest thing. It's like, we all know what, like, what diet to eat for ourselves we all know like what books to read we all know like what's right and wrong but it's like the applying it it's like hey like maybe i shouldn't like drink until 4 a.m but it's like i'll do it anyways we just bypass it's like just running through the stop sign and it's like there's all these signs out there but it's like at what point are you going to start listening and uh (laughs) but everybody has their own journey and their own point and and if we can just uh kind of be be examples of like showing that there's multiple ways to get to the spots that we're going to, then we're doing what we need to do. Exactly, Mundo. Yeah. So what are you working on now? You got a nice dope hoodie going yeah, on right now. Like what's, what's Yeah, you got the <laughs> you got the new new thread counts. It's, what's in. the word these days? It yeah. used to be drip. I'm 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 sure know. that's expired, but we're uh, kinda I, expired I've been say, I've been using lit a little bit more. Because oh, no. Ryan, me and Ryan came down in his back-to-back BMWs, and I was like, yo, this is lit. We had two convertible BMWs <laughs> okay, rolling around. I'm like, okay, oh, guys. shit, <laughs> this is it. So, yeah, I don't know what the kids are saying. But, uh, we'll but yeah, let's true. go in on, on your, your latest uh, thing that you're bringing into the world. Yeah, the latest thing I'm bringing into the world that I'm super-duper excited about is um, Hermosa Surf, surf shop, um, hand-shaped surfboards smoothies and then i'm doing some clothes just to match the beautiful aesthetic that katie will be creating my beautiful lovely funny wonderful girlfriend Mm -hmm. katie shout out Um, to katie much love to you interiors um and my brother is my my partner in doing that my stepbrother but he's just my brother it's Mm -hmm. been a long time and yeah it's super awesome and we've been talking about it forever and it's one of those things to go back on a question i'm probably the worst podcast no no my brain is fucking all over the place all the time you probably see me doing that same staring (laughs) shit when you're talking i'm just like i'm listening to you but the right side of my brain is. i'm here with you earlier you asked like what was something that was unexpected Mm, and that's what i was kind of yeah 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 yeah. let's go there and it it combines with this it's a fucking (laughs) dual-headed snake or whatever you call it so i was doing all i've always like been surfing and that's why the where all the wave inspiration comes from is living by the beach and and through whatever I've been through in life the fucking ocean is always the healer for the longest time until I required a little bit more than <laughs> nature's ways and so I I did a lot of uh art through that with the waves and then I worked with Young Pinch um he's a he is in the music industry and he's got the whole beach boy, like beach style wave vibe. So I've been doing art and creative direction for him. And that's like kind of was steering me towards this direction. But I had no idea that like what 
my brother and I had talked about years before was actually going to hit me in the face and like mm. take everything I had learned and do using video for pinch where I learned so much video and, and bullshit like that. Um, just creative content. And then all the, the clothes I had made in the past, um, and then just surfing and, and all that merged together. Um, we got the opportunity to make this dream of ours happen. And that's, what's going down. Mm hmm. Riding the black on black with precious cargo. Yes, sir. That's my favorite song. Hell Shout yeah. out to Young Pinch. So you're working on this, uh, building a surf shop. Where's the? What's the location of of Hermosa Surf? Surf. Hermosa Surf is in Bird Rock, La Jolla. Mm-hmm. Um, the area is also known as La Jolla Hermosa, mm-hmm. which is where Hermosa comes from. Nice. I also like the word. Yeah. Beautiful. What's it like working on, like, like you've been doing, like, a lot of this art and stuff, uh, kind of, like... The surfboards? Like, no, just, like, just just in general, just, like, like self-initiated, and then partnering with people. How's, like, partnering with Katie uh, and your brother? It, and, it's super and it's, like, dope. having to take into account, like, other people's ideas and, oh, and, yeah. and coming together to create something powerful. It's honestly, like, probably the best situation for me mm-hmm. because I'm so accustomed to these people having them. I'm, my brother being in my family and then Katie, who we work on our communication already outside mm-hmm. of, you know, just in our regular re- relationship on such a priority. Mm-hmm. So... In previous work situations where it's like, fucking don't tell me what to do type of thing, you know, now it's, but you don't want to say it because there's that Mm -hmm. unguarded boundary, but now there's like, you can openly learn how to communicate and work. Like with my brother, like we've had disagreements on the shop, but we're learning and we know we're learning on, on how to keep it, keep it proper. Yeah, most definitely. I think I think there's something added to when you're working with people whose work that you respect and and it's at like a certain level to where it's like there's not like a hierarchy of like who's more important because everybody's yeah. bringing something, their own special, unique uh, vision to it. But it's like, but they've just from what I've seen, like everybody, every everyone's pulling their own weight as far as like the quality and of what they're bringing. Like Katie's like eye is amazing. And I've seen her growth with solstice interiors and I'm just like, Oh, like I want her to like design my home. Like (laughs) whenever that time comes, it's like like the colors, the aesthetic and and how she puts things together and, and the energy that she brings always good energy to every situation and it's like it's she's a, a joy to be around and and then i've i have yet to meet your brother yet but i've seen like his work in, in mm, his you, studio you met him like, on facetime real quick oh yeah yeah, yeah. i did meet yeah, him on, yeah. face, on facetime but just Hippie. seeing like the the surfboards and 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 then you're like obvious like your work and it's just like oh the, it's everyone's meeting on the same like the same level and and when you respect other people's work it's like maybe tougher conversations are a lot easier to have because you're not going to demolish the relationship to a pulp. Right. Um, exactly. I also really, um, respect and have like, uh, appreciation for, like you said, the talents that they have and they bring. So when there's like interior, like I do what I do 
for the shop like i i create the the logo for the front or whatever like that's gonna be me but when it comes to like a general question about the interior like i'm not even gonna yeah <laughs> the hands off the yeah hands-off like, approach. i'm not trying to do that or be that mm-hmm. um but at the same time like i i am doing the fun stuff for a lot of the, the thing like the creative so and my brother also is very creative but like another thing on top of that is i respect both they're like they have both very different styles than i do but like semi-similar but different mm-hmm. so like i can show them something i make and if they like it both and I think it's tight, then I know it's it's tight because you mm-hmm. got three different people that are all seeing like the same mm-hmm. vision. Yeah, most definitely. So like I, I'm learning what I was initially saying is I'm learning on um not I used to take offense to people not liking my ideas. Now I'm learning on how to incorporate and be more open. Mm-hmm. It's still tough though. Like creativity's fucking weird, man. Like to create something for somebody they've got something in their head they're trying to tell you and like you can't tell someone something without some of a vision in your head and someone's mm-hmm. going to take that and do you can't take someone's vision and you know yeah no i'm i'm in that space now of like finally like allowing other people to see like realizing like a like the necessity to allow other people to be a part of your vision and like recruiting people to offer their insight like people that you trust mm-hmm. um and then just like being more open to sharing and just like getting things moved along faster instead of feeling like you have to do everything on your own. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I hate like website development. And I'm, I have like, like I'm good at curating like energy, but then like pinpointing it on like a specific logo is very difficult for me. Cause I'd like, I get inspired by so many different things. So as soon as I I feel like I land on something, I'm hopping over to something else. So now I'm like, all right, like who are the people that I trust that I, that I love their vision and like, and not being afraid to share it was something that, um, and realizing that I need help on certain, certain things. And then like, I'm better at certain things. Like where, like, where are my strengths? It's like, Oh, creating space. Like I can create space and and allow people to exist. Hey puppy. Um, but like that's something that I feel like really passionate about and like like curating and just like having an eye for quality and and being like oh like that's dope like how can I help you like I I get that but then there's like the whole like building a business thing where it's like all right like what are the things that I need to learn like how do I how do I do uh, I'm gonna go fucking handle that real quick all right it's about to get real now oh shit (laughs) it's the deep hour The with Tilla Wave. With the doobs. Dun, 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 dun. You are now listening to Tilla Wave. Tilla Wave Radio, hour. Radio, Radio. Tilla Wave Radio. All right. So one of the things that probably influences me and inspires me more than anything in my whole entire life. No. Yes. Is my experience with loss. Which I know yes. you are no stranger to these days. Yeah. How is your relationship with loss? Ooh. And how does it combine with your creativity to make it applicable to this podcast? Oh, shit. Baby, let's oh. go. Boom. Should I <laughs> drop the mic and let for. you just fucking go at oh, it? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like loss. Hmm. I feel like more and more now. I become less personal. It's become less of a personal attack on me 
as opposed to just something that happens and contextualizing it in a way that I wouldn't say that is more unemotional now, but like that there's a clearing of space, like, and the pain that I experience is like my deep, deep attachment to what was filling that space, whether that's a person or a relationship or my beautiful dog. And that relationship is, is, uh, yeah, that attachment. And I guess like the respect, uh, to that being or to that energy in my life is like where like the pain is, 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 uh, where it comes from. And the let I'm learning how to let go a lot more over the last couple of years and realizing that like with that loss and with that new space that's, uh, here, it can be filled with more beautiful things and it's an opportunity to to plant new seeds and to watch the lessons that you've learned from the person or the experience um to turn into something else it's kind of like you need you need like the master or the teacher to go away to see if you've learned these moves correctly like when my mom passed uh like obviously it was like the most traumatic thing in my life, but then like to see how she's been able to express her wisdom and her intelligence and her love through me is something that I've been able to experience hands-on and like really be like, oh shit, like I am my mom. Like I am like the gifts, the wisdom and the things that she taught me are being expressed through me every single day. And like seeing that has been something that I've appreciated in creating my new relationship to the word loss all right dope i got two two lines to go from there yes two little topics um my first would be another question with each experience does your overall view change at all of of loss and your feeling whether it's positive or negative or how it affects you i don't think it's like an individual like like, yes, it changes and affects you, but I think it's being open to allowing that that change to become illustrated through more experience. Like, more living is how I can answer that question, is, like, being, like, I'm going to... Deciding early on that, yes, I'm hurt, but I'm going to move forward and be open to what this loss is going to teach me. And then from there, I can have, like, a more well-rounded... Uh, appreciation or understanding of it but realizing that the power is in our hands of of are we going to go left or are we going to go right with it it's like are we going to go the destructive like blame personalized like why me type of route or are we going to go in the gratitude so thankful wow this world is crazy this life is crazy the same thing's going to happen to me one day holy shit like that's that's wild i'm going to appreciate everything that's coming uh, coming next and where I've come from and, and there's like I feel like there's an opportunity in in all of it and it's like are we going to be engaged with the opportunities that are presented to us and create meaning with all of them or are we going to be passive and just be like oh yeah I can't control any of it so why do I care yeah I think you had a more fast lane process of getting to that conclusion than my experience which is mm. which is similar but i feel like i had a a long drawn out process of like losing my dad when i was 10 mm. along with my aunt and my uncle that same wow. year i think who i was really close with and then jesus um all my 
moms and brothers along the way on there and grandparents and then my two best friends in college. Wow. So it was a long period of time between like 10 and like 24 when a lot of like, and each time I had a complete, I was affected. Sometimes I was numb, Mm -hmm. but each time I had a completely different outlook on Mm -hmm. what life was and what death was. Mm -hmm. And what I'm learning is what kind of, I take, I've learned things that you put, I like how you use the word transition. And this kind of ties into my second topic I was getting at earlier of, of what you said. Do you remember how when I said our relationship grew while we don't see each other? Mm-hmm. I think about these people that have passed. They're more present in my mind and their energy than they were when they were alive. Mm, I feel that. And you say you're growing and you're doing things that you see in your mom that 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 you're proud of. And it almost feels like it's weird. It's like, does that relationship, are they still there? Like that energy yeah. is still there and you're still oh, growing yeah. from that relationship and you're still thinking. And in terms of creativity, all the different experiences I've had, it you'll see it in my art in that time period, whether I was like, oh, fucking nothing matters. We're all going to die or... Oh, like why me? Or oh, this is this is just the way life is. Appreciate or nobody win anywhere. We're all just it's part of the process. Yeah, I don't think anybody goes anywhere. It's just like <laughs> the physical is gone, but it's like the energy, That's the memories there. But it's like how too. are we engaging with like the people that have passed or like the energy that has transitioned? Like it's 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 up. It's it, it's in our head. Do you like, how, are we have you consciously ever tried to manifest or like? How would you say communicate? Yeah, I communicate instead of like, like communicating like directly like to my mother or like verbatim like my dog. Like, hey, Rocco, where you at? Like, where you at? Show yourself. Like, I communicate to the universe. Like, I communicate to everything. Like at the same time, but it's still like a one-pointed focus. Like surrendering to like the the altar of divinity that is life around us at all times. It's just like. I feel like there's an overarching like presence that is inter that is a part of everything and interwoven between people, objects, things. And it's, I guess what I'm trying to say, I'm just, I'm always going back to this sense of like gratitude and non-selfishness. It's like, Hey, thank you so much for le- allowing me to be here. God, spirit, divine, that's watching over every single yeah. thing. And then the way that the divine communicates to me is synchronicity in the world where it's like the divine is showing me something and i'm like i see you communicating to me because i'm because i'm i'm tuning myself to the language of the universe where it's synchronicity serendipity like 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 conversations like this where we're able to to tap into a deeper resource that's always available but that material world tries to distract us and and Uh put us in this trance but it's like when you're paying attention like like it's hard not to see it because the universe is like right in your face saying like hey look at me let's dance let's play let's create let's love let's have fun let's experience life hey let's do this thing but a lot of us aren't tuning ourselves into that reality a lot of us are tuning ourselves into like oh i gotta pay these bills all this job da 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 and we're getting seduced and turned into to consumers but it's like yo like the universe is always saying like 
here's this opportunity with loss. Here's this opportunity with like when my dog died, it's like, yes, I mourn. But then I'm like, oh, the gift you gave me was like freedom, similar to my mom. Like when she passed, she had like a very over like overarching presence in my life to where I I always wanted to make her happy over like deciding on what I was going to be happy doing. So I always like limit myself to being like, hey, like Adidas, like will you guys accept me? Because like because she wanted me to have stability, like a stable job. So I be like hey like i don't care what the job is at adidas and like, i don't edit limited place um I like that but but then like with her passing it's like she gave me freedom and i was like now i'm like okay i have freedom to decide for myself and yeah. now with my dog passing it's like oh i have freedom of location now now mm-hmm. i'm like i can move to thailand i can move to, to mexico I can go anywhere and allowing myself to see the gift with the loss is something that's that's interesting i've actually i'm not sure i've ever looked at it as like a a giving perspective Mm -hmm. opening presents presents. (laughs) oh yeah Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts about your show is even if i'm not fully in sync with what's being talked about or or what someone might be saying, it gives me new perspective and it teaches me to be open and, and take from everything. Or not take, but learn and Yeah. Allow. Allow. Allow mm-hmm. myself not to be so stubborn. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just giving ourselves permission in every sense to just like be open and just not assert ourselves. Like allowing like the space to be the canvas to be blank for a second. And then just whatever comes up is like what needs to be there. Radical, what do you think, Hef? Uh, I think this is dope. I think I'm tired of wearing this collar so I can lick my elbow. <laughs> dope. Well, is there anything else you want to leave our beautiful listeners? Probably, but it'll come to me in a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> dope. Well, where can people find you on the interwebs? On the interwebs, I am on uh, now Hermosa Surf Shop and HermosaSurfShop.com. Hell yeah. And Tilla dot wave. T I L L A dot wave without a E. Hell yeah. Dope. Well, thank you so much for hosting. I'm I'm super grateful for our growing friendship and relationship and I'm excited about the things that you and Katie are bringing into the world and and you constantly inspire me. Like 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 I swear like I swear to you, it's like you're the first person that I'm like, Oh, he's doing he made the decision to do his own thing like there is a way and i've taken a lot from what you've done and i've applied it to my own life so it's a it's definitely a two-way street of inspiration um so yeah i'm grateful for you and i'm ready to eat these these tacos whenever when they whenever they get here now they'll be here in like 37 seconds (laughs) all right well thanks for cruising over cool well thank you tilla and thank you all for listening to opening presence.